0: Welcome to Puns and Potions, it's your favorite actual play, D&D podcast, powered by Patreon and people like you, including gamer Xylia. You've all taken your watches and things have been just fine. Uh, There's screeches of animals in the distance, calling of birds, and the rustling of things in the bog. You probably wouldn't notice it, but the cabin itself on its uh, stump has started to settle even further into the mud and, and, and gunk and uh, you awaken to a new morning. All the benefits of a long rest.
1: Hallelujah! <sighs> nice.
0: What would you
2: like to do?
3: Well, we gotta get this skull back. Should we take care of that? We have the gem, right? Mm-hmm. Who got
2: mm-hmm. that? We need to give that back to Manman.
1: Yes. Yeah. I will, as like, we're all kind of rousing ourselves, um, I will... Go back to that freaking chest. Mm-hmm. And basically I'm just gonna ritual cast <laughs> um, identify on the pan flutes first. Okay. Um I and then I'll I guess I'll like well and also the vial. Whatever that is, I will look yep. at the parchment and there's also some kind of pouch or bag or something else there, right? And then all the golden gems.
0: Okay um i will send these are all like they're not common items as in like gradation in the game but they are pre-written items so i will just pass along the titles of them as you are looking over what they are
3: you gotta liam o'brien it and just like don't tell anybody just slowly (laughs) reveal what items you have
1: (laughs) i am no caleb
0: So I have sent that uh, over to you. And as you're casting, like pulling an item out and you're casting ritually, identify over it and kind of learning about its properties and then kind of uh, methodically going through that. Um, At one point, uh, you get far enough that you pull the scroll out of the uh, chest, which is like kind of that, I said they were kind of divided in like two segments. The scroll is kind of situated right in the middle where it was dividing the pile of gold coins and gems from the items when you pull out the spell scroll the coins uh, inside the chest kind of like avalanche to one side essentially and one of the coins on top of the pile of gold um, just kind of sparks for a second which sends it up off of the pile and kind of spins for a moment and they need everybody in the uh, cabin to make a dexterity saving throw oh
4: (laughs) my god is this something
0: i can see yes it is
2: (laughs)
1: What the heck, man? <laughs> You're really bad on
3: these. <laughs> I did exactly what I did last time. I did a 1 and a 19.
2: That's a 13.
4: I rolled a 3. 10.
0: 21. Everyone except for Adam takes full damage, which is 23 lightning. As the coin spins up in the air and out from it, uh, once again, sends these long tendrils of blue sparking energy across the room of the hut. Bruh. And then that coin just kind of as all the lightning subsides, it just spins in the air once and then just clatters back onto the pile.
1: I immediately, again, my hair like standing on it, <laughs> <edge. laughs> singed.
2: I think Avalon was asleep still, and so <laughs> the mo- like, so I just that's my wake up call, and I'm just like,
1: <laughs> I will pick up that coin. Yeah, look at it closely. Mm-hmm. Identify it.
0: (laughs) Okay, it's a it's a gold coin. It's not magical.
1: Fucking rude.
2: Beatrice, so help me if you touch one more thing in that chest.
1: And I guess that means you can't have any of this gold that we just got.
3: (laughs) (sighs) Do you you want me to like just rummage around in there and just try to pop off any more lightning that may (laughs) be in there? Everyone, like, step outside the room, and I'll just shake the box for a bit
2: i'm going outside I, i'm just gonna go outside I like before out.
1: you do any of that i yeah i take everything out yeah. close the chest <laughs> glare at it
0: sure absolutely it's warranted
1: let's see i will toss the pipes to Avalon.
2: I just catch it as I'm walking out the door, like without looking, and then I just walk out.
1: Well, you, without looking, you're gonna have to make some kind of roll if you're gonna do that. Fine, right? sure.
2: I'll roll for it. What <laughs> roll is that? Is that uh...
3: that wasn't the point she was trying to make? <laughs> she wasn't telling you to roll for it.
2: <laughs> I, I will. I will roll for it just to do it in specifically that fashion. <laughs> Straight dexterity check. Oh, uh, That's fifteen. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: He, he fumbles it, but he catches it. He <laughs> isn't dropping it. Thank you. And then I scurry out the door.
1: Uh, Avalin, as you're, like, I guess leaving.
4: <laughs> no, I
2: don't want to be near that chest right now. I'm pissed. You woke me up with a lightning bolt.
4: How much damage was that, by the way? 20? 23.
0: 23.
4: 23. Lovely. Also, Holly,
0: I guess you, you technically don't know what the stone is because...
1: Yes, no, uh, I know Avalid that. actually has yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Sorry. My bad.
1: Yeah. I'll just like call out the door. Avon these are called pipes of haunting. They're very cool. Uh, very spooky,
2: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> you can tell me about it later. Yes. You you can you can look it up. Uh then I will um hand the vial of oil to Bear.
3: What is this?
1: This so it's a um a shiny, sparkly, silvery liquid, and so I'll just carefully like pass over the vial and say, "It um, looks delicious." No, you don't drink it. When we get in a pinch, you're gonna put this on whichever weapon you're using at the moment. Okay, it's going to make it nice and sharp. I
3: don't think I don't think my axe could fit in this vial.
1: It's no, you you, you, you pour it on on the axe.
3: Oh oh, yeah, that makes. That makes sense.
1: So that is oil of sharpness. What? What's the difference between adding it to my
3: equipment or my backpack? I've never understood that.
2: Avalon, in this moment is gonna remember something and then like just poke in the door, and just go B, and then I'm gonna toss the little stone orb over to you.
1: <laughs> I will spend ten minutes ritual the casting identified. To...
2: <laughs> no, I, was like, I was like, I'm, I'm just like, while you add it, <laughs> I'm gonna like. And then I'm going to go outside and I'm going to do, like, morning stretches because I know I'm going to eagle up later in the day.
1: Okay. This, um, we're going to have to talk about who wants this. Uh, This is a stone of good luck. Mm. Um, When you're attuned to it, you get a plus one to ability checks and saving throws. Pretty snazzy.
2: That Uh, is very snazzy.
1: The... Spell scroll, so, spoiler, the parchment's a spell scroll, It's <laughs> a spell of mass cure wounds. Oh, dang. We should keep that in mind. Um, mm-hmm. And then the pouch has 10 plus one sling bullets. Mm. Are they just like?
0: You're like little pellets, basically. Like
1: little pellets. I don't believe, I think I gave Gertrude my sling. Yeah. I don't have my sling anymore, but you might be able to make one. Um, And then we have four gems at 200 gold each, a 300 gold diamond, and then 1,200 gold coins. Woo! So we're loaded.
3: B, do you want to make some sort of like sled or like something that can be slid along the ground easily that we can have a lot of weight on it? That would be.
1: I can do that easily enough. I'm sure.
3: Very helpful. I don't want to really want to like tie this around my back or anything.
2: So, Eric, when you mentioned that we both do it, do we alternate? It, it can't be a combined effort, can it? Because, well, I mean, unlo- you could. Unless it, I'm I, a thing I, on the ground. Either way,
0: it would come out to essentially the same amount of time. Okay. Whether you split the work working in tandem mm-hmm. uh, or you, you know, or you go off and on, it would essentially come out to be the same.
2: Yeah. Um, I was like, um, as a giant eagle, I can carry. The skull. If we make a sled, the sled and the the three on my back potentially is that seem no. feasible? You no, wouldn't be able to ever carry be.
0: everyone, all the equipment, and the skull.
2: Gotcha. Okay. So
0: that's so. Uh, let me just get the plan exactly straight. So you're building the sled to position the skull on top of, and then you are going to be pulling it to Argonvostel, assuming that avalon uses polymorph in some sort of ground based capacity, not the eagle. Okay. Uh, is that? Is that what we're going with? or? I think in my mind it was had the
3: ability to still be picked up by an eagle.
4: Yep.
2: Okay. That, I mean, it's totally doable. How much could he I would... carry? Is it just the skull?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's actually kind of problematic because yeah. he... he would be flying above you guys.
2: Yeah. I could, I could pace, like At a different, different pace. But the thing is, I was like, if I could have carried all of you, that probably would have saved a lot of time. But since I cannot...
3: I'm more concerned about if you're flying with it, you're going to be slow, and we would be walking quickly through the jungle, or forest, or swamps, or whatever.
0: Me, he would me. still probably be quicker than you guys. Oh, okay. he has a fly a base fly speed of eighty feet. Oh, no. yeah.
3: So even at half speed, you'd be going yeah. still faster than us. Yeah. Yeah. And as the crow flies, so probably even faster.
2: I could, I could like be a horse or some like no, actually something bigger than that probably, and just yeah, drag it the same way that bear probably would we can alternate. that what you want to do? I guess so. Uh, flying doesn't seem to be an option. I don't think I have anything that's
0: bigger. Okay, so I'm going to say you take the collective uh, like next couple hours to, um, as a team, kind of break away parts of the hut, which is formed out of wood panels. And some of it's already kind of busted up because of the explosion. Uh, and it's already sort of dilapidated. So peeling away parts of the roof and things like that to kind of fashion together Oh, my God. Uh, Some sort of sled mechanism. The so. bathtub. <laughs> There's also the bathtub. We could, like, just knock out the legs of it or something. Uh, the skull probably wouldn't fit inside the bathtub, mm. but you could maybe position it on top of the bathtub. It's not that big. You could, like,
3: turn it sideways or something, and maybe
0: have it fitting in <laughs> weird. I don't know. I don't know the size of this bathtub, nor the size of the skull. So Either way, uh, I'm going to say uh, uh, Beatrice is probably like fashioning the pieces together. And then uh, the three of you are kind of maybe Irina slash Selena is kind of collecting the pieces and mitigating like what is coming off of the hut. And then the two of you are kind of carrying it. You you would have to carry the pieces out of the bog slightly to get to a point where they're not going to sink into the mud. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's going to take a couple hours and then rigging the rope and stuff up to it. And then you guys would be pretty much set to move if you don't want to do anything else in this area.
2: Yeah, no, I think we're good to go. As
0: you guys are moving along that same path, that kind of um, detect object or locate objects kind of pulls you from uh into the ruins of Berez. You kind of follow that trail backwards. And I'm going to say you... Everybody roll... Actually, no. Yeah, you would get a fair amount of distance before you would tire and need to like kind of take a, a reasonable rest. So if you want to do anything in that time, you can.
2: Mm-hmm. Is it it's like... Probably, a- a short rest. It's probably
0: nearing nighttime to the point where you could you could take a short rest and then work through the night. Or you could take a full uh uh rest again and then pick it up in the morning.
2: Okay. Did I poly like how would I have polymorphed once or twice during this time? That,
0: that's assuming you probably would have polymorphed twice. Okay. Because you only do it for an hour.
2: Right. So each. Yeah. Both my spell slots are gone for fourth level, and we also took hits.
3: We should sleep through the night. And mm-hmm. just so you can get your spells back and we'll get at it tomorrow.
2: Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds good yep. to me. Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, also, at some point, I assume I go to B and I <laughs> properly ask what the stone is and also what the, the, the pipes specifically do.
1: Yes. I okay. I mean, you can. they're on D&D Beyond, so you can just go search them. But they're pipes. the Pipes of Haunting.
2: Pipes of Haunting. <laughs> They have three charges. You can use an action to play them and expend one charge to create a spellbinding tune. Each creature within 30 feet of you that hears you play must succeed on DC 15 Wisdom or become frightened of you for a minute. If you wish, all creatures in the area that aren't hostile automatically succeed on the saving throw. A creature that fails can repeat it at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on a success. A creature that succeeds on saving throw is immune to the effect for 24 hours. Cool. All right. Thank you.
0: Are you guys taking watches in the wilderness? Ostensibly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, who's going first? Me. Uh, roll Perception.
4: Natural 20! Woo!
0: Okay. Yeah, you kind of huddle up with your group as night falls, and you hear like distant shatterings of animals and, and things like that in the wood. Um, nothing that stands out um, specifically. You do notice, however... Um, well while it's not uncommon to see like ravens and things in the in the woods and the trees kind of perched and observing you guys as you travel um which at this point you would probably assume is some sort of um blessing from Davian and and the wizards of wine where ravens um you notice that there is a bird flying above you like up past the canopy of trees um it just kind of circles a couple times and then uh after Dusk has fallen, and then it just kind of flies away.
2: But other than that, you know, it goes goes by just fine. Cool. Who is next? I think the I I think the order is I go third, but we can change it up if you want.
3: Who's taking second watch? <laughs> What's the question? I'll do it. There we go.
0: Okay, perception. Uh, Sixteen. Um, you would probably notice, um, just like a passing little trio of deer, maybe. I'm kind of just like. Traipsing far off in the distance of the woods, kind of moving uh, northward. Um, and that kind of gives a stir, but other than that, things are pretty quiet, pretty nonchalant. I think I'm going to,
3: it's a new day, right? I'm going to pull out B Jr., mm-hmm. and I'm going to send a message to Man Man. Okay. And I'm going to tell him that we have acquired the yellow gem. Green gem. First
0: one yellow, second uh, one's is, green. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mine was yellow. yellow.
3: Yeah, that was foolish. Yeah, so I tell him that we found whatever color gem that we have just found green. And uh, that's it. And there's no others. We we found it where I tell him our general location, but I'm sure he knows it already. Are, are there okay. ravens around? Is that what you said?
0: Uh, You haven't, in the travel that you took from, like, this segment you haven't seen ravens
3: okay well then i yeah
0: i continue as normal i tell him that and then i wake up third shift
2: all right that's me uh that's gonna be 21 in your
0: watch uh nothing major kind of uh rouses you or catches your eye uh i would say in this instance you're perhaps just kind of tooling around with the pipes or um thinking over uh the changes that have befallen your party and the quest that you are currently on. A little toad kind of like hops near your group and it, it is kind of like blankly looking in your direction. It croaks and then sits for a moment and then it just kind of bounces away.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But things go by just fine.
2: Okay. B, you're up.
1: Since I didn't cast any spells today, can I spend the night working on that ring? yeah yeah, totally Mm -hmm. so i'm just gonna be doing that
0: roll roll your perception but with disadvantage
1: uh 10
0: pretty engrossed in your work at one point you hear like the snapping of a twig off in the distance and you think for a moment like something's like sneaking up on us uh you don't see anything it just kind of like sets your heart rate a little fast for a moment and then you kind of take a few deep breaths and get back to your work um i think I think we decided that you still have like one more yeah, session on one more. before it's done, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, at which point, the uh, surrounding area lightens with the morning, and you wake up your party, and presumably, uh, you would all continue moving onward towards bustle in the mm-hmm. same fashion that you guys did before. Correct. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this journey is a little bit easier. Uh, you probably only have to spend. It, it probably wouldn't consume the entire day to travel. You'd probably get there. Um, so I'll, I'll say that you use one polymorph in this instance, mm-hmm. um, and you get through the, the most of the day. It's probably like early evening. It's not yet uh, dark out, but you've made it back to Argon You can see uh, the back side of it where that tower kind of protrudes up from the roof, and that uh, f- the fallen away sections over on the the left side greeted with the uh eerily aligned uh, uh gravestone grave markers in that like plot of land behind it um and you are now there and you have a giant skull
2: yay okay
0: i'm gonna pick it up off the
3: sled let's bring it in where are we taking this guy
2: the hollowed mausoleum. We're of gonna Argenbadem. have
1: to go. Yeah. Yeah. Argon. Well, no, because we remember there was that in the tower. There was that in that space. Oh, that is.
2: Th- I think. I think that's it. where it is.
3: Oh, hey, you still have. You still can change into an animal, right?
2: I could. You want Maybe me to bring it up? Save there and us.
3: Fly? Yeah. Put it on the roof, and then we could at least not have to lug it through the middle of this.
4: I don't think it would fit up the stairs. Yeah,
2: if you We're could
3: it, get it all the way up, that'd be even better. But there's at a reason the very this least, guy take it to the roof.
4: There's a reason this mm-hmm. guy could turn into a human. That's I'm I gonna say.
2: All right, I, well, I, just, I can I can do that. Will it fit? Like, if I put it on the roof, will it like? F- yeah, it'll fit down the stairs, right? Or no?
3: Yeah, wait, did this fit. guy build a tower and be like, someday my skull will sit there? Like, <laughs> apparently, yeah. <laughs> in know. his own home, he has a pedestal for his own head. <laughs>
4: You Maybe know... he had something
3: else there. He had like a big bowl of cereal or something. He was like, every day I'm going <laughs> to eat my cereal up here.
2: <laughs> I have I have my frosted flakes and I look up on the horizon. Of my
4: I fly up there. I I die peacefully.
2: <laughs> yeah. All
3: okay. right. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll
0: say whoops, yeah with polymorph as like a, a giant eagle or whatever. You can hoist it up onto the roof. Ca-ca. In this instance, you're not quite sure how you're going to get it into the. Tower, I
1: have an idea.
3: Because the door is too small, to the tower.
0: Uh, yeah the the skull itself would be would pretty narrowly maybe fit in the door. But how big? I got how this. Big...
1: has <laughs> got, got this.
0: a, B's got
3: a got plan. B's got a plan.
1: I got a plan.
3: I just want to hear how big the skull is, though, because I don't know what <laughs> <B's> <laughs> I'm
0: imagining. Bees
2: tiny. It's can be I mean... can b go on my back as an eagle? Like just be in the skull, or will that actually be too much? She's pretty tiny. She's be fun. Heavy backpack
1: though. Beat us at the top.
2: Oh, that's true. You do have a heavy backpack. But <laughs> but Eric said it's okay.
1: So <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs>
2: <laughs> like struggle like to get up there.
1: This is amazing.
0: You are on the roof with the skull.
1: Um. Well, I will wait for the rest of my party to catch up. To, like, <gasps> they the go three flights of like,
0: stairs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm just gonna. I'm gonna cast reduce on this skull.
4: Oh,
2: okay. I'm gonna pick it up with my index finger and my thumb.
4: You're kidding yeah. me.
2: So it's... I, I, wait, when that happens, I'm gonna be like, Beatrice, how long does that last?
4: Only a minute. Okay. Only one minute.
2: <laughs> I start just running up the stairs.
4: The <laughs> I can do it three times. You got three minutes.
3: <laughs> yeah, but if it explodes in the hallway. <laughs>
4: Say goodbye to the tower. I can time it.
0: Uh the is the size is halved in all dimensions and its weight is reduced to one eighth of normal. Oh
3: man. Easy peasy.
0: Yeah, so if Bear wants to take the torch at that point and grab the skull and, and then run up the pearled stone staircases of the tower, um you could get it. It's gonna be a tight fit trying to get it pushed up through the like opening bit that actually opens into the, like, for lack of a better term, like, lighthouse floor.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm assuming the rest of you are following. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, up up into that canopy, and you can set the one, uh, what was it, halved? Halved-sized skull in the wired mechanism. Is So, right. knowing the, the
3: size, being as familiar as I was by carrying it for so long, Mm-hmm. If I imagine this skull at full size, does it seem like mm-hmm. it would still fit within this room comfortably?
4: <laughs> Isn't there like yeah. a statue? Okay.
3: <laughs> I didn't know if we were about to, we all explode out the windows or- Yeah,
1: what'd you say?
4: Isn't there like a statue of some girl that looks like me in here? Not here, that was back in Berez.
1: Yeah,
0: that was the church in the ruined city that you guys were just at.
4: Oh, fuck, okay, cool.
0: I
3: think this room has only the pedestal in it. Cool.
0: And coincidentally, as you uh, set the half-sized skull in the little canopy. From the same uh, crack in the glass pane uh, that it flew before is the small smoky uh, creature dragon uh, ling type <laughs> being it flies in and sets itself on the top of the skull and sort of like sniffs around and is like pawing at it with its little smoke smoke claws. Hey little guy! I just wave at him. Okay. He acknowledges that, but probably is like very uh, intrigued by what is happening in the vicinity. Uh, I'm gonna assume at this point, the minute elapses mm-hmm. and the skull just <laughs> just uh, sizes back up, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it, it kind of like does a thing where it expands up and it like kind of bounces, and then it oh, yeah, like kind of shakes itself back <laughs> yeah. onto the the pedestal, and the shadow uh, or not shadow, um, smoky creature that was on it just kind of like gets sprung up. Into the air above it, and then spreads its little wings and does like a little drift. Oh, nice. back Down onto the top of the Cute. onto the top of the skull. I, I start climbing the like, Yay!
2: <laughs>
0: continues to kind of like sniff around, and as the skull sits there for a moment, uh, nothing happens uh, right away.
2: pedestal and i'm just gonna say to myself like not like super loud but just gonna be like all right Argenvost, i i hope we brought you to your proper resting place and then that's it and i'm just gonna turn around look at my party and just kind of be like okay um i will not i my remains will not lie
3: in the rightful place in the hollowed mausoleum of
2: and, like, does it look like it fits snug on the pedestal?
4: Yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be there.
2: Yeah. Seems that way.
3: Hmm. Let it
2: serve as a beacon of
3: light against darkness. Let it bring hope to a land. Uh, I'm going to go run down the stairs and look outside and see if there's like light coming off of this or something.
0: Okay. Uh, you run down the steps and out onto the roof, presumably. I'm assuming you're not going out.
1: Oh, yeah. Whole, no. Yeah. Several
0: stories. Okay. Yeah, you, you run out and uh, you don't see anything at first. And the people that are left in the canopy start oh, to notice, <laughs> start to notice this uh, like small globule of light. And depending on where you're standing in the room, you might not quite see it, but um, because the the skull itself um, was naturally formed, it has like sinus cavities and like its eye holes and the snout and stuff like that. So you can kind of see it in different ways. And that little globule of light starts to just kind of like breathe. And with each breath, it gets a little bit larger. And then as it gets to the point where it's like taking up a, a large portion of the, the skull's interior, maybe like basketball-ish sized. Very fantasy element of sizing. I'll it. <laughs> um, cannonball, cannonball. It can, cannonball, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it it kind of stops and you can see the aura of it. Uh, this like misty light that forms it is kind of like not perfectly circular, it just looms and rotates for a moment. And as it kind of shifts into place, it stops. And a beat later, out from all of those different protruding uh, holes of the skull, just send these bright beaming like shines of light, pure white that hit the uh, circular glass panes of the tower. And Bear, you would see it at this point as it hits those panes and reflects and sends this like, I'm getting so emotional.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Allergies? to my right?
0: Hits the glass panes, and God, I sound awful.
4: Hey, take a second, breathe. Yeah, yeah. Breathe, can breathe. cut this part you out, man. Edit
0: this out. Yeah, we're not going anywhere.
4: You're the editor. Hits the man. glass
0: panes. <laughs> Boom, got it. Hits the glass panes, and for a moment it settles, and then bear you would notice from the outside as it sends just this like aura of white light out into the distance, and it's still getting to the point where the sun sun might be going down it'd probably be more noticeable at night but it's like very obviously radiating this sort of like holy presence
3: is it uh like not localized but is it like focal is it like does it is it like rotating like a lighthouse would be or is this just like ambient every direction
0: yeah it's just like ambient Oof, just this like large I'm gonna come kind of running up the stairs and be like guys the lights on. the lights on uh, as you run up the stairs and you move in into the chamber, you can see and they would know. Yeah, it's like almost blinding like how direct it is like really this. And uh, the little smoky creature that is on it as it uh, sent the light shining out. It kind of like rears back and it doesn't produce any noise, but it looks like it's almost making like a uh, like it's roaring almost like in like an emotional bond with whatever is happening with the spirit of Argenvast.
1: Well, I think uh, we maybe just gave Strahd a beacon (laughs) to our location.
3: Well, hopefully, this has some boarding ability.
2: There must be something. Uh, Can I go back? Can I go back to the stairs out of this room? Yep, totally. Since it's so blinding in here? Yeah. Well, the beacon is lit.
3: Well, maybe with this done. We stay the night here, and then tomorrow we head back for Man Man.
1: Does the the smoky creature do anything else?
0: It kind of nestles up on top of the skull for a moment. It doesn't like fly away or do anything specifically at, at this point.
1: I'm just gonna like shout out Argenbost?
3: I'm gonna go back up and leave little like berries and bits of rations and stuff like nearby, so he can nibble on them.
0: It would probably respond in a sense that when beatrice shouts it's like yo what's up what's she doing (laughs) um but not like specifically to the name right yeah no no
1: i'm not trying i know he that's not him i'm trying to like summon the spectral dragon thing that we called the other day
0: (laughs) (laughs) when you put out the little rations and stuff it'll like be interested kind of sniff around and then timidly after a minute or so kind of like walk up on it and start nibbling
3: yeah, I also like gave him a space. Like I put it there and then I acted like I was leaving, and you know I there's a hole in the floor that is the stairs, right? So I would yeah. be all the way down, safe for my eyes, just above the floor, and I'm staring at it, and as soon as I see him going for it and like eating and I'm like, okay, cool, and I'll leave and
0: I'll go down. Is anybody observing the little smoke monster as it's eating? I am other than Bear, obviously. You are. Uh Bear, roll this with disadvantage. uh, uh Selena perception.
4: Five. Two.
0: Nice. Okay. It eats.
4: Hell yeah. Well, fuck. Cool. Um, I want to go to that room where there was like like a library. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, that's where you guys rested. Um, it's connected to Voss's bedroom, and it's where the wind swept the letter of Arganvoss out of the book.
4: Yeah, and then where did we talk to Voss Was it his bones?
0: Are you referring to like the guy in the throne room?
4: Yeah, I think so.
0: I would say you'd be able to deduce the fact that the dragon spirit when it when it spoke sounded differently than the man
4: in the room that spoke to
0: you as the yeah spirit in the room, skeleton guy.
4: Okay, I'm looking for any sort of information about like it feels weird to say past me, like the lady because we know that Mm Argonvost is possibly like related to her. Is that his sister? Who? The girl with the red hair who like couldn't give Strahd what he wanted.
0: You're referring to like when you uh, cast Speak with Dead with mm-hmm. on uh, Godfrey. I think so. Um, he was referring to a woman, but he didn't. Did I put a lot? Of, I put a lot sort of like
4: pieces together there, didn't I? Yeah. But like I was he like
0: specify like who she was or what relationship she was. Just that there is a woman that exists. Basically mm-hmm. is all you really can glean.
4: I think I put a lot of p- pieces together there. Um. But yeah, I I literally was like, I, I will find the connections. Um did I get it right?
0: Number one, I'm not telling you that. Number two, <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> well, I'm looking in the room for anything <laughs> about red haired lady. Anything.
0: Okay, roll an investigation check. I'll I'll let you know ahead of time. There is really like nothing that you guys no stones you guys didn't really not turn over already. I
3: recall it being like a pretty bare library too, right? There wasn't like yeah, a- there
0: wasn't a, there wasn't a single book except the one that B took, where the letter came from.
4: Okay, nineteen.
3: <laughs> so, so she's investigating an empty bookshelf. Yep, I'm investigating <laughs>
4: anything. <laughs> I'm investigating anything I can get my hands on. Nineteen.
0: Um, I'm gonna say since you specifically mentioned the library room and the. Throne room. Okay. Um you don't find anything that you're specifically looking for, but I will say in the scattered remains of the skeleton guy that spoke to you, he like stood up and his shadow elongated and mm-hmm. then he was like, Oh yeah. I fought stride and you should too. When he clattered to the ground, including his sword, none of you guys really looked over any of his stuff. I would say <laughs> you uh I mean, rightfully so, you went to go fight a dragon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're kind of observing the general look of the room, and his long sword sticks out to you as looking distinctly different than the other weapons of the other dead soldiers in the castle fort thing.
4: Okay, I take the sword. Okay. What does it do? (laughs) Can you give me anything? You don't know. You (laughs) You
0: swing it and it hurts people.
4: Fuck. Fuck. Cool. It's a spend um, a
0: rest uh, checking it out.
4: I will do that probably. We're uh,
0: using an identify spell on I it. Can't spells, <laughs> I
4: can't do any spells, man. can't
0: it. do It's just listed options. I know. You could take it to someone and have it procured or whatever the correct word in that situation <laughs> Me is. Me running up
4: to be, identify this. <laughs> Wait, where did you find this?
1: This is beautiful.
4: Uh Oh, oh that dead guy had it.
1: Wait, which dead guy? There's a lot of dead
4: guys here. The one that talked to us, the one that the one that stood up, shadow elongated, you know. Oh yes. The the, the before the dragon, we I, we were really distracted by the dragon. I understand why we didn't look okay. at this.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm gonna take ten minutes to. <laughs> okay,
0: as you're as you're spending the ten minutes to look over it, it's interesting because the while it is of a of a like very interesting make and clearly distinct from the other ones, the blade itself looks like it has these like striated cracks in it, like across it. Like it's not broken into pieces. Um, but there are definitely like segments of it that are either forged into the steel at some point or crafted later. These like oh almost like mm.
4: like notches?
0: No, it's it's less exact than that. They're almost like lightning bolts that kind of like curl across and like break segments of the sword as you look up. And as you spend the 10 minutes to ritually cast Identify... Um, you would understand what it does. Let me make sure this is the correct card before I send you something else. It, me, like, like,
4: I need anything I can get my hands on. I need something. <laughs> you have your Warhammer. <laughs> uh, the Warhammer literally just explodes.
3: Yeah, that's really good. And it does it one Most time. Most Warhammers don't do that. Well, uh, it's yeah, also probably a plus one or something, too. It is. Yeah, that's also good.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: I will happily take
4: that off your hands. No, it's fine. Okay. I'm dual wielding, baby.
1: As long as, as you don't hit us with fireball again, you can I, or I,
4: I promise now you bolt. that I will now. Well, Who knows?
3: When you were describing the lightning bolts in it or the resemblance of it, what, are they like cracks in it, or is it like an inlay? Like, is it because you said it was like forged into it? Is this like new metal added onto the sword?
0: Yeah, it's like they're imperfect like cracks but it looks intentional as if uh, like a, a some someone inlay some sort of interesting addition to it yeah. after it was initially forged
1: mm-hmm. um so if I'm reading this right I like flick it oh,
0: <laughs> no. with my I, I duck
1: I'm <laughs> not at anyone obviously
0: <laughs> uh yeah I'm gonna say like you're called into the throne and everyone's kind of looking on to you finishing casting that identify spell and you basically like slash it once outward and the segments of the blade split to the point where they become connected segments of a long glowing red molten whip. So you slash out of it and about like, I think 10 feet in front of you is this like long sweeping, like whip crack of like flaming fiery energy. And then as you, Draw it back. All the segments try to, kind of click back in place, forming the long sword again.
4: So this I'm is exactly getting, like, like that.
0: Flashbacks.
4: This is exactly like that spiritual weapon I made with the barbed wire.
0: Uh, yeah, not just dis- not dissimilar.
4: Sure, in a way. More like I... bleach, but well, more like bleach. Yeah, but you know, let's not <laughs> relate anything to bleach. I don't know <laughs> what
0: you're referring
3: to, actually, but I'll go. with Oh that. man, it's a good well, part. Okay, yeah, whatever. We'll talk about it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good part.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I will. Tell the group what this does if you want to put that card in the.
4: I mean, didn't we just see notes. it? Um, well, didn't there's we just... other
1: things.
4: Oh wow, other things. Okay, cool. Ooh. <laughs> um,
1: so this is a whip that does one d four slashing and one d six fire damage. Um, it does have ten foot reach, uh, plus two attack damage rolls. Uh, when you roll a twenty. Uh, for an attack roll or roll max damage, the target is stunned until the start of its next turn. The whip can't be removed from you while you're attuned to it, also.
2: Ooh. All oh, right, wow. who here doesn't have a sun weapon?
1: Uh, I don't, but I don't know if
3: this is for me.
2: Fair enough.
4: Do you Do you want the warhammer? Uh,
3: no, not really. i just like to push your buttons. You should hold on to both of them. <laughs> but, or B. B takes the whip. It's up to you. That's one of y'all two.
1: I, of what we've gotten today, I would honestly rather have the stone of luck. Okay. And have you have this?
4: That makes sense to me.
1: If we can split the the magic items that way for today, if everyone's satisfied with that.
3: I mean, if if you want, you can have my stone of luck, and I pull out a, a similar stone.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> you have similar stone How of luck do this you... time too.
4: Yeah,
3: I've, I've just had it the whole time. It never really came up. I don't know.
4: Wow. <laughs> when did you get that?
3: I believe that I started with it.
4: Oh <laughs> or, wow! Or,
3: or like got it at like session one.
4: Oh my god! Imagine if you had two. Do they stack? Do they stack.
3: I imagine. I mean, as long they as long as you still have attunement slots, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you'd have to attune to it. Of course, you can only attune three things. But I mean, if you want to attune three stones, you yeah, could. you could know, plus three.
4: Am I attuned to anything right now?
0: Uh, that's, um, a, that's a new question.
4: I don't I have know. To double
0: check <laughs> if any of your weapons are attuned. I don't think the hammer is. Um, I don't think so. And I don't think you have any other ma- magic items. So probably not. You're definitely not capped. If if that's the case.
2: Okay. Is a longsword a one handed weapon or a two handed weapon?
0: Uh, one because it would specify if it was two handed as a property. It was mentioned that you guys are going to rest in Argenbostel and then figure out what you're doing. Yes. Uh, before we do that, B, I heard you yelling at the dragon. We should go do that on the roof
3: and also maybe yell for Von Holt if he's there.
1: Good idea. I'll do that. We
3: saw them both there. So I run up to the roof, which is like two doors away. (laughs) I'll, I'll Mm -hmm. like
2: follow.
4: Sure. Von Holt! Holt, are you there? No response. I'm just going to go, what he said. No response. Cool. I.
3: What about (laughs) Argenbost? Nothing.
4: Um, (laughs) I'm going to literally go to the church downstairs. Like there's like. Like that church, like way downstairs, like one of the first rooms we were in. Yeah. And I'm going to sit in front of the pew before we go to bed, I guess. I guess I'm doing this alone. I kind of just snuck off and try to cast uh making sure i say it right try to cast divination uh so you i am looking uh, this, not for mother night not for morning lord not for anyone specific more just for guidance um so i'm
0: going to say uh it does require you to Light incense or make a sacrificial offering appropriate to your religion Mm -hmm. uh, together worth the cost of at least 25 gold pieces, which the spell consumes. So write off 25 GP from your...
4: Done. Easy. I have... Uh, I have... I have currently... Well, actually,
0: sorry. Let me specify. You go to do those things and they are not consumed because the spell does not go off.
2: Hmm.
0: Who was that shrine to?
4: Morning Lord, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll add. Wait, 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 wait. I'll add twenty-five more gold pieces on the pile, and I'll be like, "Please, you've never given me anything." <laughs>
0: Please. Are you bribing Jesus? Right yes,
4: now? I'm bribing.
0: <laughs> you set down the additional materials and gold on the altar, and kneel and go through your verbal and somatic components again. Spell does not go off. Double down, fifty more gold.
2: Hundred or nothing.
4: You know, honestly, yeah, I'll do a hundred. I'll do, I'll, I'll do hundred gold.
2: Avalon would be shit. I haven't, I haven't spent there. any
4: money all game, dude. You're, You're still
2: not. Yeah, we know. On the ground.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just you you, you <laughs> take your like side satchel bag. With your items and stuff, and you just start pouring gold out <laughs> of this altar and just spill it oh
2: like,
0: non consequential <laughs> piles uh, upon incense and the old, like, dilapidated candelabras and, and things like that. Yep. And you just, like, place your hands, like, casting the spell and placing them like down on the altar, slamming them into the pile of coins. At this point, the incantation has turned from, like, a light whisper, like it normally would be, into almost a yell that echoes out into this large chapel area but it is met with silence. Can I see if I hear that? Sure, roll perception check.
3: Uh, 13, I believe.
0: Uh, you're on the roof. So no. And also yelling, so I'm going to go with
3: probably not. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I think I yelled one time, but that's
0: okay. I am on the roof, so. I imagine you're just pacing back and going,
3: Argenvast! Okay. Von
2: Holtz! I'm just... <laughs> I could see I'm...
3: that, so yeah, you're probably right.
2: Yeah, I'm like with him, but I'm not yelling. I'm just kind of like looking at the horizon and the scene. Well, just looking at the the scenery around me, basically. Okay, ponder.
3: Is the sky parting, the clouds yeah, like, or anything? Is the,
2: is the weather better? No.
0: no. And at this point, I'd say it's probably becoming like nighttime. Oh, I already um, asked
4: that. Um, at this point, I am now going to rip the amulet that I was given at the beginning of the game throw it onto the pile and be like, this is it, dude. This is it. Nothing. You got nothing for me. I'm just going to be like, I just need a sign. <laughs> I, just, I just need a sign.
0: As you rip off the amulet and you throw it down onto the pile of gold and other paraphernalia of incense and things, <laughs> and you kind of beckon out to whatever force will listen I guess in this moment oh, man. <laughs> you sit there for a moment like your hand just like clasped on the amulet like white knuckle just on the top of the pile and just like yelling and for a moment nothing happens and then suddenly uh, the entire visage around you in this chapel uh, goes completely black And the amulet that is in your hand is still in your hand, but it's not, uh, held aloft by any altar or gold coins or anything. There's nothing around you. You're just kind of, uh, like half kneeled down and you're looking down where the amulet is in your vision and you look past it and you can see that this black void that you're now standing in, um, the floor of it is this like thin sheet of some sort of like reflective, potentially like liquid that you can see your own visage, um, red hair and all hood up, and it just kind of sits there for a moment. And then you start to notice that that mirror image of you um, underneath of you in this black, otherwise sourceless, shapeless void um, starts to stretch out from underneath of you and upward. And you kind of, the hand with the amulet and it kind of falls down to your side and you watch as the reflection kind of Uh, starts to peel off of the ground and upwards into this kind of like shrouded uh, bend in reality. And then as it starts to go upwards, you start to see a a texture kind of form out of that otherwise smooth reflection until you start seeing your image being replicated in all of these different textured, like small paneled mirrors until you're looking up and looking up. And it's just like, dotted with visions of yourself with this bright red hair and you keep tracing it upwards until all of the images of you reflecting back in this otherwise black void is framing a white circular porcelain mask that has two black eyes, very thin, two streams of black tears uh, tracing from the eyes down its cheeks Uh, a black crescent moon upside down carved into the forehead of the mask and this very thin set of lips